When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy, Jamokes, and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It is Josh. It is Scott. We are glad you're with us today on this uh, Wednesday in St. Louis. Speaking of ACDC, they're back to teasing a tour. I uh, saw their little teaser video that's out there on social media and everything. It's looking more and more like we're going to get uh, an ACDC tour. In which case, that would be very exciting. They're playing their uh, their Are You Ready, the song that they use as the intro for uh, Friday Night Smackdown and WWE, that song. The Rock veterans hinted to fans that plans to hit the road are underway earlier Tuesday morning, and then they shared uh, an update on social media, taking to Twitter. Angus Young and company shared a 20-second long click that shows their iconic lightning bolt symbol flickering against a dark background. Before the words, are you ready? <laughs> Abruptly flash onto the screen. So, it's looking more and more like ACDC is going to be back on the road soon. And I am here for it. That is one I of those bands. Here. Me too. Scott went to the Eagles last night. We'll talk about that. I'm interested to get your review on this. So, we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. You uh, went out there and saw... The boys saw Eagles and uh, Steely Dan, so we'll get a review of that show. If you want to get in on the text, you can, 314-514-5809. I will have more Stevie Nicks tickets to give away, and I will tell you that coming up very, very soon, you're going to want to have the app on to tap that app very soon. And when I say very soon, 20 minutes or so, give or take, maybe 25. But you're probably going to hear a Stevie Nicks song very soon. So we'll have that. And uh, we're also at 3.30 going to give you a pair of Stevie Nicks tickets. That's all coming up today. We are loaded. We are locked, stocked, ready to rock. Jukebox Hero. It's Foreigner. It's KC95. KG95, Josh Ennis Show, Stones, a show I'd like to see. Uh, they're not coming here, coming to Chicago. Chicago. So we'll see. How was your show last night, Scott? It was good, man. It was... Um... <sighs> Steely. Oh, no, no, tell me the truth. I, I need the truth yeah. from you. Because I asked Steely you about the show. You sound, said, eh. It sounded good. I was disappointed with, they had like the three lady backup singers. Yeah. So they were doing a lot of the courses, like on all the, like reeling in the years and all yeah. that, because I just don't think he could hit them. Yeah. And uh, I mean, overall, it sounded good. I mean, they did they did really sound good. It just wasn't what I was expecting to hear. Like, you want to hear him sing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, Eagles were awesome. Mm-hmm. The only downfall was Joe Walsh vocally. Yeah. Other than that, he played like a monster. Like guitar. I thought the show was uh, kind of dull. It, I mean, it was, dude. It was the Eagles. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's fine, not dull. But they can but be dull if the, the Eagles can be boring. No, they, I mean they sounded great. The only, the only thing that sounded bad, I was disappointed because I was really hoping Joe Walsh. But like he's talking and like 
you feel like, man, someone said, he goes, did he have a stroke? That's what someone asked me while we were there. And I'm like, I don't think so. Well, I, I think he's always kind of been a little off. Well, I thought that 20 years ago when I saw him the first time, and they're like, no, he's just real fried. That's like, what I told just him. It's real a lot messed up. Of drugs, he's man. had a lot of stuff. And that's just kind of the way his face contorts and stuff when yeah. he plays, too. That's just. But I thought the same thing. I saw them back in, I guess, the first time was in 06, 07, 09, something like that. And I saw Joe Walsh, and I thought, is he okay? Like, are we witnessing something? Is he melting? Yeah, it was, it was kind of odd. But, but he... It, Playing-wise? Oh, yeah. Phenom- I mean, phenomenal. He it crushes. Was, oh, it was insane. Here's always been my problem with the Eagles, right, when I see the Eagles in concert, is I don't know how to act in an Eagles concert because the music does not lend itself to being all like, yeah. Right. And not only, and when I saw them, the Eagles would have been in, I guess, their 60s, right? Now these guys, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, are all in their 70s. Thus, their audience, largely people 65 plus. And they are not people that go to concerts looking to get wild. So it feels like the kind of place where if you're standing up and into it, there's a very good possibility that someone behind you is going to say, uh, hey, get down in front. We're trying to enjoy the show. We ended up just kind of sitting back, enjoying it. There were some moments where we stood up and clapped, like, uh, you know, like Henley, you know, and a guitar solo from Joe Walsh. Uh, Deacon Fry was awesome. Vince Gill was awesome. Yeah. I mean, they sound great. I mean. Oh, that's never been the issue, and I don't know that it ever will be as long as they play. They sound great. They took care of themselves well. Enough. It's just, it's a, <laughs> it's a weird show. It's just, it's a yeah. hard one. Like, I saw Barry Manilow last year. And even those broads at the Barry Manilow show far more are into it than people at Eagles concerts that I've attended. They're just, it's like a sit down, put your hands on your stomach there with your hands over your, and just watch the show. I don't like going yeah, I, to concerts like that. I That's was, just not my thing. I was kind of turned to the side, I had my legs crossed, and my beer on a little table in between the seats there, and I just kind of watched. <laughs> I mean, we partook and enjoyed the music. I mean, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. And there's you know? nothing wrong with the fact that the music's great, the band is great. But that's been a big criticism of the Eagles forever is that they're, and I believe these are the words of Don Henley in that documentary, the, the Eagles documentary, that critics would just accuse the Eagles of loitering on stage. They, yeah. just, they just don't do anything. Yeah, they're just standing around. And look, hey, George Strait is arguably the best country singer of all time. George Strait literally just stands on stage and sings and plays guitar. Does not move. Got his Wranglers on and his cowboy hat and his starch shirt tucked into his jeans. Got his boots on and he just sings his George Strait songs. And thousands of people pay to see that. So different strokes for different folks. In my experience in seeing the Eagles two times, maybe three I've seen them, that's been my biggest takeaway is it's just kind of Eh, it's just kind of there. It's good music. Doesn't sound bad, but it's not a fun event to attend. If that makes sense. So I agree with you. All right, there you go. It's that all easy. Right. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Oh, I'll give it a four pot leaf. A four pot, four <laughs> pot leaf show out of four five. Out of five, out of five. Yeah, four okay, out of good. five pot leaf on the pot leaf scale from Scott. <laughs> the pot was good, man. <laughs> <laughs> the show left a little to be desired. All right, we got to do the next gen spin. We'll do that here at two thirty. Make sure you write this down. You got to know all the next gen spins from this week. And on Friday, you can win celebration day tickets. So let's go with the battle of two bands that really catch a lot of hell. On the internet. All right. You got Creed. You got Nickelback. Although I think the tide has turned for both of them. I think people yeah. are kind of done with ripping them. For about 15 years, that's all people could do is rip Creed and Nickelback. So let's go Creed. Let's go Nickelback. All right. Would you rather hear a song from Creed or The Back, Scott? 
and I got to stick with my boys in the back. Hey, we back the back. But I could stand a little what if from Creed. All right, so let's put what if from Creed as an option. All right, that is from uh, the uh, movie Scream 3. What if from Creed? Now, give me a Nickelback song. Give me a chance. There's so many of them, but we could go with How You Remind Me. We can go with Never Again. We can go with Animals. We can go with Rockstar. We can go with Photograph. We can go with Someday. Someday is a good one. Uh, we got a, a something in your mouth we could go with. We got them all. Too Bad, that's a great one, too. We got a bunch of them. Too Bad's a good one. Uh, you got to pick one for the uh, vote here. We got to pick one. All right. Uh, Give me one. Go. Too Name Bad. It. Too Bad. All right. So Nickelback, Too Bad, or Creed, What If? Get your vote in for the next gen spin. 314 514 5809. That's how you text in. 314 514 5809. What if from Creed? Too bad from Nickelback. We'll have it for you here in about 13 minutes. Stay there. Yeah. By the way, that was your chance to tap the app. I told you that it was coming up. Well, there it was. Good news. If you missed that one, you'll have another opportunity. It's coming on back around. I think we got a Fleetwood Mac song coming up in the 4 o'clock hour that you want to be listening for so you can win yourself some Stevie Nicks tickets. Now, it is next-gen spin. Who won? Who won? Who won? Based on the vote here, I'm thinking it's Creed. Really? Yeah, now, of course, Creed, the song What If, was on two albums. It was on the Scream soundtrack, Scream 3 soundtrack. Scream 3, not a great movie, but it was in that. And it was also on, what the hell was uh, the name of their big album? Human Clay. Yeah. So Human Clay was a gigantic album that sold a billion. And a lot of people think that's what ruined Creed because there's like a line of demarcation with Creed. There's the pre-Human Clay where all of their hardcore people are like, I like Creed. They were kind of dark. And then you started getting into like when, with arms wide open and higher and all that. And that's where people thought they either sold out or they started to suck. Generally speaking, what happens is when you get a band that gets super successful, you end up getting people saying they suck and they become, there's a backlash. As soon it happened as they cross over to have multiple platforms with the rock and the pop. That's part of it. And sometimes you're just overexposed and people start to hate you. And I think that's what you <laughs> got. Ain't that a bitch. It you is. You work hard to be successful. You get there and then people are like, oh, you're too successful. I don't like you anymore. But that's how it goes. Oh, it totally is. I mean, Nickelback. Nickelback's the ultimate example of that. Creed is like 1A and 1B with them. Uh, you know, Green Day, that happened in Green Day. You know, Green Day their hardcore group of people with Dookie and then as they started getting into the new millennium and you started getting into uh, American Idiot and stuff, a lot of their hardcore people said, no, this sucks. You sold out. <laughs> like it's like, And that's what I loved about Nickelback doing Rockstar is they basically sang a song that was the most truthful thing ever, which is every band is just looking for the opportunity to get rich and sell out and live the life. And a lot of people resented Nickelback for that. You know, like the yeah. Foo Fighters of the world and stuff hated Nickelback because... They basically outed the process, which is we want to be artists and then we want to get rich and then live the rich lifestyle. So how does a band like Pearl Jam take the heat that they take? Because like they were much bigger back in the day. Now they've kind of gone off yeah. and they do all this other but stuff. But if Pearl Jam, but still if Pearl Jam plays Wrigley Field, they sell it out. Yeah, they're still a true. huge act touring, yeah, but yeah. musically on the radio, they're not. So Foo Fighters. Yeah. They've seemed to kind of dodge that bullet, I think. I'll tell you I why. Feel like. They have, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because their lead singer 
spent so many years talking so much trash about other bands and about music in general and was able to control the minds of the populace into believing that the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl were out making revolutionary music, when in reality, they were just making pop rock music. And it's great. There's a lot of great Foo Fighters. But it's nothing that changed the world. But they were able to convince you of that by how much trash they talked for many, many years about other bands. That's the art of this. All you people and then people are dumb and they'll listen to you and go, that's right, Foo Fighters are revolutionary. Not really. They're fine. They're good. They're oh, very they're great, good. Yeah. Dave Grohl's very good. The music is great. But it's not changing the world. It wasn't some new revolutionary music when it came out, you know? Just like Taylor Swift ain't changing the world, people. That's fine. But Taylor Swift good example of someone who is now way overexposed and it becomes easy to hate people when they're way overexposed. This so, is true. There you go. All right, she winner. took it to the next level of exposure though. Winner <laughs> of next gen spin today is What If from Creed. Write this one down. We've got three so far this week. You got to know them all on Friday. And look, I'll give you a cheat sheet since the first week. Three Days Grace, I Hate Everything About You is number one. That was Monday. Tuesday, Bad Day from Fuel. And today, Creed, What If. It's Casey. Casey95, Josh in a show. Scott, you didn't tell me that your band used to cover What If. Yeah, we had a cover band called The Drunks that we would play in. D-R-U-N-X. That's the greatest name. We had a t-shirts made. We did no artwork. We just drew a stick figure with a beer can and just said drugs with and the back, and the back we called it the Say Top Tour and we just put a bunch of the bars that we played at. And it was, so it was like That's December great. 6th, you know, Stevie Ray's and then like January 6th, it was like Say Top Class. <laughs> <laughs> and we would go and just drink as much as we could until we couldn't play no more. It was fun. We had a blast. We play in our underwear on the last set. That was cool. Look at you. Now look a lot at of fun. Now look at me. Now look at you. <laughs> Falling asleep at the Eagles show last night? Probably. <laughs> that was one of my favorite covers to play, though. What if? Because, I mean, the crowd loved it because it was, like, kind of, you know, just energetic. And, and it's heavy. Yeah. I've really taken a turn on Creed because there was a long time I was also in that hate oh, Creed me too. category. Me too. But I think because of the nostalgia of it, because, you know, I'm 37 now, right? So when that stuff was hot, I was 13, 14, you know, so I was, that was my prime music listening absorption era of my life. Now I look back on it fondly, and I kind of like it now. Well, and I kind of got away from because everyone was comparing them to, like, Pearl Jam, and I was a Pearl Jam fan at the time, but they don't really sound like Pearl Jam. Like, no. I just never really gave them the shot that they probably deserved, well, to be honest with you. Now when you go back and listen, you're like, man, these guys are They're pretty They're going to be in good. town. They're going to be in town here over the summer, so. Guitar player's uh, a monster. All right, so there you go. What If from Creed, today's... Next Gen Spin. Good choice, know, guys. You have to know all of those come Friday. Now, quite the opposite of a Next Gen Spin. Here's Super Tramp. <laughs> KG95, let's go. The Josh Innes Show. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Going to get some sports here in a little bit. 3.30, your chance to win tickets to see Stevie Nicks. We're going to play a game called One and Done. It's not Stevie Nicks related. Oh. But my dad, for whatever reason at Christmas time, my dad feels that it's necessary to just go to the dollar store or wherever and just buy me a bunch of trinkets that I don't really need, like random glasses and random, like, he'll buy me a puzzle every year. I've never put together a puzzle. I will never put together a puzzle. I do I, not have the patience. kids love puzzles. I can't do them. My grandma, all she ever did was puzzles and gambled. And by gambled, I mean play bingo and lottery and smoked a lot of cigarettes. That's what my grandma did. I like her. Dude, my grandma was the best. 
But uh, so my dad got me this this game or these trivia questions that are music trivia questions. All right. And here's how we're going to play this game at 3.30 today. You're going to call, and I'm going to read one of these trivia questions to you. If you get it right, you win the Stevie Nicks tickets. If you don't, we move on to the next person, but they're going to get a different question. So nobody has an opportunity to look up the question and call. If the person misses it, we're on to the next one. And there's three categories, timeless tunes, music legends, and big hitters. So... We'll see. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. One and done. Your chance to win Stevie Nicks tickets. Thank you to our friend Stephanie. Now, Stephanie is the craft queen, and she is epic. So the other day, I was talking about how my wife wanted to uh, start calling our summer of playing Yahtzee, Yahtzee. Like a yacht, but Yahtzee. So we listen to our yacht rock, and we play our Yahtzee. Stephanie heard us talking about this, and she said, I'm going to make you an awesome Yahtzee box to hold, like, cards and dice and markers and the whole the whole shebang. She brought it up here today, and let me tell you, it is the freaking coolest thing ever. Oh, it's fantastic. Now, I've posted pictures on the show uh, Instagram, Josh Ennis Show, so if you don't follow our gram, go follow it, Josh Ennis Show. This thing is epic. It is amazing. You got to go check this out. She is super talented. And then go find Craft Queen STL. If you ever think about getting anything from Etsy, don't. Because they steal from you on it. They steal from the, the creators on Etsy. I've heard this from a lot of people. Stephanie was telling us this. They don't make the money they should. Reach out to her. She's at Craft Queen STL1 on Instagram. She can make you damn near anything. She can, and she does cookies. She is incredible. She does do cookies yeah. as well. Like, so. you know, special shapes, like for a party. I know she did KC ones for the uh, the bowling thing. Yeah. Those cookies that, uh, uh, was it Jesse brought? That yeah. They were all KC and all that stuff. That was all Craft Queen still too. So, so, super talented. She's amazing. She's a great listener of the show. We love her. Go check out her Instagram. Go check out mine as well, the Josh Ennis Show Instagram. This Yahtzee box, this, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing. So you've got to go check this out. Summer of Yahtzee is going to be awesome. We love you, Stephanie. Thanks for being a listener. We love you very much. We love the crew as well. We'll do sports here in just a few minutes. But right now, it's SOS. Speaking of, I will be on 101 ESPN tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I'll be in for Tim McKernan for the next seven days. Really? So Thursday, Friday, and then all of next week. I don't know why somebody would take off during the Super Bowl. Wait until, you know, like July to take off. But, Is he going uh, to the Super Bowl, maybe? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know that I'll be in there Thursday, Friday, then Monday through Friday of next week. So if you want to listen, listen. All right, sports-wise, speaking of the Super Bowl... Mike Arnold is the game director for the NFL on CBS. CBS has the broadcast of the Super Bowl this year, of course. And the question was asked if we will see Taylor Swift a whole bunch during this game. Mike Arnold, the game director for CBS, says, well, if Travis Kelsey makes a big play, we're probably going to show her. If he has a quiet game, we probably won't show her as much. I don't believe you. I think you'll show her a lot either way. But that according to CBS, this is from uh, Jim Rickoff, who is the lead game producer. Obvious, uh, obviously, if she has a great reaction, we're going to show it. 
I think you're going to show her a lot either way. So if you are tired of seeing Taylor Swift, this weekend is not for you. Arnold cited a New York Times report that determined Swift is shown roughly 25 seconds out of more than three hours of games she has attended. Quote, it's a three-second cutaway shot of her after a Travis Kelsey play. I could have taken a crowd shot or whatever, so that criticism doesn't really get me. Like, I get why they do it, but like, like I'm annoyed by Taylor Swift, but it doesn't impact my watching a football game, and it's certainly not going to impact me or anybody else watching the Super Bowl. I don't think there's some dope that's like, I refuse. I will not be watching the Super Bowl <laughs> this year because Taylor Swift is on there. Uh, also, <clears throat> April 6th, special day here in St. Louis because all four of our professional sports teams will be playing on that day. Three of whom will be playing, or three of which, three of whom, will be playing at home. So in downtown St. Louis, April 6th, the Cardinals take on the Marlins. All right. They're at 1 o'clock, 115 at Bush Stadium. The Blues and the Sharks are going to play at 5. That's over in San Jose. The Battle Hawks will take on Arlington at 7 o'clock at the Dome. And City will take on FC Dallas at 7.30 at City Park. So April 6th. Find a bar and belly up. That's what I say, baby. Or maybe pick one of these to go to and then... Actually, that would be fun. Go see the Cardinals at 115 and then pick Battle Hawks or City. I want to go to a city game. I haven't been yet. And I actually haven't been to a Battle Hawks game yet either because the season was basically over when I got here last year. I think I'd go to the Cardinals and see the Battle Hawks. I think that'd be fun. Soccer doesn't seem like something you'd be into. No, I don't mind soccer. I just prefer football. I don't mind soccer. My yeah. wife would rather go see city than... Really? Yeah, Battle Hawks. I, um, I don't know. I enjoy soccer. Like, a lot of my buddies don't, and I try to explain to them why I do, and, and they think I'm a hipster when I tell them this, but... It's actually the lack of scoring in soccer games that makes it more enjoyable because it makes the scoring opportunities more exciting. Right. I don't know. It's like it's like, it's like edging, if you will. If you're looking for a <laughs> if you're looking for a hub category, I like soccer because it's edging. Oh my god. Hey, look, I found a way to put it in a way only I can. You're welcome. This is true. <laughs> so. I would not have gone there, but I understand the uh, analogy. All right, we're 10 minutes away from Stevie Nicks tickets. We're going to play one and done. Ooh but we've got GNR right now. Happy belated birthday, Axel. Only 62 as of yesterday. We should get away from music legends. All right, well, let me try another one here. Hold on. What, what do we got? Music legends. Big what? Big hitters, like the Dalai Lama himself, and uh, timeless tunes. Let's go. Let's try a big hitters. Let's okay. see what big hitters are. Hold All on. Right. In what song does a girl take the midnight train going anywhere? A midnight train going anywhere. Oh, it's a journey song. Hey! Uh, what is it, Scott? Uh, what is it? Oh, my God. I'm trying to sing it in my head now, and now I got this in my head. <laughs> Don't tell me now. She's taking a midnight train yeah. going anywhere. Train going anywhere. <laughs> I can't think of it. He's just a city boy born and raised, raised in South Detroit. Detroit. Took a midnight train going. I don't know the name of it. I'm drawing a blank. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. 
correct answer is Don't Stop Believing. I was going to say that, but I didn't think that was it. Let me give you another one here. Now, some of these are about more current pop stuff that people wouldn't know. Like, which boy band had a hit with I Want It That Way? I want it. Is it NSYNC? <laughs> Backstreet Boys? Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it was one of those dorks. <laughs> well, I guess we got to try one from Timeless Tunes <laughs> yeah, as well. I mean, but, I mean, I feel like Don't Stop Believin's about as timeless a tune as you can get. Don't send me a lifeline because I am not <laughs> able to help. I can't swim. Uh, today is no good. <laughs> I can't swim, Clark. <laughs> All right. Stevie Wonder wrote the song Happy Birthday in 1980 for which civil rights leader? Rosa Parks. <laughs> Martin Luther King. <laughs> I mean, it was a good guess. No, it wasn't. Malcolm X. Oh, God. All right, let me try one, one more, more for time. More. I'm going to see if you can redeem yourself. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm really foggy. Leonard Skinner had a hit in 1973. <laughs> With which song that was also the title of a 2002 movie? Sweet Home Alabama. Hey! <laughs> you got one. <laughs> Hi, Marty. What's up? I've never heard someone so stupid in my life. <laughs> I'm really foggy. Like, I, 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 can, I, I can sing this song and I couldn't tell you the name of it. You were in a rock band. I know. You work at the longest running rock station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Florian almost said Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> really cloudy right now. Okay. Now, now I'm having anxiety. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, let me get a caller in here who I'm going to guess will get one of these right very quickly. Or they can pass it to me if they'd like. Oh, yes, please do. That would that would make this game last forever. <laughs> KG95, hello. Who's this? This is Jeff. Josh? Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Hi, I'm Josh. You're Jeff. All right, now, yes, sir. now here's your categories. Music legends, big hitters, or timeless tunes. Which would you like? Legends. Music legends. All right, here we go. Vincent Fernier is the birth name of which American rocker? Alice Cooper. Hey, you got it. Hey. That's how simple Thank it you. is. You have just won Stevie Nicks tickets. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. I can tell you do. Let me put you on hold. Now I want to go back to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to go more? All right. Do I need to redeem myself? I don't know that you will, but I will ask you one more. And Jeff has now won the Stevie Nicks tickets. He might become the new co-host of the show. I'm not sure. <laughs> Which rock band famously stipulated... No brown M&M's. Van Halen. Okay, we got one. Look at you, buddy bear. You're on fire. <laughs> Take uh, that, Marty. <laughs> <Punk>. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. said modern day yeah. <laughs> Like It wouldn't be a lie. We did the same thing. <laughs> Who was the founder and front man of the Motown group, The Miracles? 
Oh, um. Let me think about that. Blank um, and the Miracles. Um, um, blank. Smokey, Smokey Robinson. Hey, look at you, buddy. You're getting there. <laughs> How did I know that and not know Slow Hand? <laughs> I've never heard him called Slow Hand. I don't know. I look, hey, look. I know. <laughs> He's clueless, folks. Congratulations to Jeff. He's going to see Stevie Nicks. The we'll, smart one. <laughs> we'll give away Stevie Nicks tickets again tomorrow at 3.30. And right now, Led Zeppelin. They're a band, Scott. <laughs> there was one? Uh, okay. <laughs> it's KC95. The greatest rock band ever. That is Night Ray. Don't tell me you love me. Josh in his show. Scott went to see the Eagles last night. Said, huh, fine. Eh. They're fine. I mean, they were good. It just, Look, again, let me I ask see. you this. Because you spent $400 a ticket, right, to go? 500 You spent $500 a ticket. How many tickets did you buy? Two. Okay, so you spent a grand to see that show. Yeah. Do you have regrets? No. You don't regret it? No. No? Because I'm glad I got to that. I, I probably wouldn't go again. I don't think they're going to play again. I think this is pretty much it. So, trying to think of shows that I saw that I look back on, and I went to see the show, and I was excited about it. And then afterwards, I was like, eh, yeah, I kind of regret it, or they were worse than I thought. Now, sometimes your expectations can be exceeded. You know, you'll see a yeah, band that you don't really have a ton that. of interest in, and you're like, oh wow, that was really good. Like um, the first time I saw Billy Joel was in 2004, maybe, and my dad had some tickets. And it was in New Orleans at the New Orleans Arena. And he was like, you want to go? I was like, of course, I'll go see Billy Joel. And at the time, I knew, you know, the songs you would know if you're a 17-year-old kid from Billy Joel. You know, you know the Uptown Girls and We Didn't Start the Fires. Piano Man. But, yeah, Piano Man. But then I got there and he did um, scenes from an Italian restaurant. And I had never heard it before. And I go, whoa. Like, this is incredible. And he's, you know, he's got the piano. Bottle of white, bottle of red. I'm like... Wow, this is incredible. You wouldn't think growing up, like, oh, Billy Joel's going to be a great concert. Right. But every time I've seen him, I've been blown away, and I've seen him, I think, three times. It's great. Cher is the same way. I was blown away. Air Supply was blown away. Really? I was. I saw them at a casino, and I was like, this is a great time. Um, the Eagles, I wasn't disappointed when I saw them. I was just kind of like, yeah. I was like, you. They sounded great. That was when Glenn was still alive. It was great, but I was just like... It's a boring concert. I'm just here, and there's no excitement, and people are kind of meh. Um, I don't know. But there so, was that. Um, I now, have a I have a, a story like that. Ambrosia. Ambrosia, huh? Played. Um, it was like at this the old mall off of 370. Okay. They did these outdoor, outdoor theater thing, and then they would have bands yeah. play during COVID. And, like, you had little boxes that you could go in and have so many You're people. You're talking about Chesterfield? Them. No, not Chesterfield. Uh, Hazelwood. Hazelwood. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, St. Louis Mills Mall. Okay. The old mills. So they were starting to use that for, like, concerts and, and, and movies, and, like, they'd put up a big screen, like a drive-in yeah. type thing. So we went, and I had no idea. I mean, I kind of knew who Ambrosia was. And these guys were old. But, dude... They sounded so good, and we had such a good time. Just like I'm, like, oh my god, they sing this, they sing this. It was pretty cool. 
It was pretty yeah. cool. Beat expectations is sitting in the middle of a parking lot listening to Ambrosia. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a blast. See, and sometimes you're pleasantly surprised right. by these groups. Well, honestly, I wasn't a huge Night Ranger guy until I saw them. And the first time I saw Night Ranger was in 2000. 10 or 11 in Venton, Louisiana at a at a casino, a horse track casino, and I got tickets, sat in the front row to see Night Ranger. And it was one of the best times I'd ever had. And now I've seen them eight, nine, ten times. Every time I get a chance to go see them, I do because they're great. But so, usually you're let down by the bigger acts because you have such a high expectation for them, and then you see them. Now, sometimes they're amazing. I'm very rarely let down by some lesser act because you go into it thinking, okay, I'm going to see Night Ranger. What am I going to get? Or I'm seeing Warren. I'll tell you another group that really surprised me with how good they are is Firehouse. Yeah. Firehouse sounds good. They look good. Like, they're they're good. I um, saw them not too long ago at Diamond. Now, if anybody wants to get in on this, 314-514-5809. Tell me a show that you were pleasantly surprised by. You went into it thinking, ah, oh, this isn't going to be much. You come out of it going, whoa. And on the flip side, tell me a show you fully expected to be great and you were excited, some big act that you had never seen before. And then you go, oh, God, that wasn't good at all. Tell me a story about this. Get in. You can get in on the phones or you can text 314-514-5809. Save our number in your phone. 314-514-5809. That's how you text. And now you get Tom Petty. So don't do me like that on Casey. She 95. All right, let me see some of these texts that are coming in from people. Again, you can text 314-514-5809. We're looking for shows that pleasantly surprised you and shows that left you disappointed. Scott, would you say you were disappointed by the Eagles last night? No. No. But it was no. just kind of like... Yeah, it's like I'd seen it before. It was really cool to be there to see them play it live, probably for the last time that I'll see them, and it was cool. I don't regret it. No. All right, let's go through some of these. Uh, it says, I saw the Stones in Austin, was super pleased, sounded like radio, didn't expect it, great show. I really want to see the Stones. That's one that I've got circled that I want to try to go to. They seem to take care of themselves well for guys who are really into drugs, or at least one of them in particular. Red Hot Chili Peppers was a big disappointment. Have you seen the Chili Peppers? Yeah. Did you like them when you saw them or no? They were they were better at Woodstock when they played Woodstock 94. Yeah. And they were awesome. But mm -hmm. uh, I saw them at, I think it was Riverport maybe. Or Amphitheater, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were all right. I mean, yeah. They weren't like an, I'm not a big Chili Peppers guy though. Yeah. To be honest with you, I've, I've never been a big chili, I, I, chili You don't strike fan. me as one. And I'm not I mean, a diehard. Okay. I mean, I'd say that I, I like a lot of the songs of theirs that are hits, but yeah. I don't go deep into the catalog for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Ozzy put on a show far beyond what I anticipated back in 07 at the last OzFest. Fleetwood Mac was surprisingly disappointed and my expectations weren't set very high. That's from Cody. Thank you for listening, Cody Collins. Appreciate you. Steely Dan did not play Ricky Don't Lose That Number. I was disappointed. I Well, if you listened yesterday, I would have told you what they play. We had the set list for you. That is one I think they should play. That's Absolutely, because there was a lot of stuff that I had no idea what it even was. Well, it's because like, you it don't was... listen to Yacht Rock Radio like I do. This is true. But, and you, you I don't... mean, they were all right. I wish he would have sang more, but I mean, I just think he's just kind of lost it. I won Casey. I uh, won Casey tickets last year to see Jackson Brown and James Taylor. My wife and I are in our forties, and we were the babies of the concert. Lots of walkers and rascal scooters. Jackson Brown still sounded good for his age, but James Taylor made everyone want to fall asleep. However, I've heard that about James Taylor shows I too. I can see that. Like, I think my dad maybe went to see James Taylor. 
and he just basically sits on a stool and plays. But then again, what is your expectation for a James Taylor concert? Have you ever listened to James Taylor? I'm going to smoke and sit in a lawn. Like, do you think he's going to sit there and, like, He's going to change his mind and start playing handyman on an electric guitar. I would love to see that, actually. I wish I would have gone, but, I mean, that's total laid back. That's a lawn concert. Like, laid back, just hang out, good conversation, background. Kind of, yeah, that's how I feel. I also think it'd be fun to see James Taylor doing, like, metal versions of all of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> I fix broken hearts, baby. I'm the handyman. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come come. That'd be fun. <laughs> But it just depends on your expectations, I guess. Uh, Kiss, the first time I saw them, they were incredible. Van Halen on the last David Lee Roth tour was horrendous. I've also heard that from a lot of people. That's a show I had no interest in seeing. Like, my buddy is a diehard Van Halen guy and went to see the uh, that tour with Roth, and I just had no interest in seeing that. It did nothing for me. But anyway, there you go. I don't think I even saw the ending tour then. Uh, Kate, I was glad to the guy's listening to the show. <laughs> is that how far behind everyone is? I did appreciate that. Welcome to the future. <laughs> uh, my first wife talked me into going to the Little River Band back in the 80s. I ended up knowing more tunes than I thought, and it was a lot of fun. Dude, They're let great. me tell you, we're Little River Band people here. We are big Little River Band people on the Josh Ennis Show. Make no mistake. Have we, you seen them? I have not. Okay, so... It's not really the original band. Like, there's a whole story behind Little River Band, like uh, the band that actually wrote those songs yes. and then the people that play it. So at one time, uh, the first guitar player in one of my bands was their guitar tech. Yeah. So he was touring around the States with the band as Little River Band. And they, they would stay in St. Louis, and they would play at this little bar on Main Street when we went to a concert. Dude, they are amazing. Like, they sounded so, it sounded like awesome. the damn album. It was, yeah. oh, it was incredible. And they, every song's a hit. Like, you don't realize it, and you're like, oh, that was a Little River Band? That was a Little River Band? Like, it was, oh, it was killer. Yeah. That's when I really got into them. Uh, Joan Jett and Brian Adams was pretty damn good. You went to that show, right? Yeah, oh, like, that was phenomenal. Both of them sounded amazing. They sounded like the records. They were awesome. You know who does not? Motley Crue. Motley no. Crue does not sound like that. Look out! Now, I get tired of seeing Def Leppard, but they sound great. Like, they, have, they do not sound bad. I haven't seen them in a long time. They come every five minutes. I know. You'll have a chance. It's been years. They're coming back around again. I know. I need to go see it. All right. So there you go. All right. 38 special. Now. So caught up in you. I haven't seen him with seven arms. (laughs) 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 G95, Jimmy, Purple Haze, Josh in a show. Josh and Scott. If you want to get in, you can text 314-514-5809. Reading this list of the most inspirational women. It's a list uh, that was compiled by survey, a poll asked 2,000 women, evenly split by generation, to name the most inspirational, famous women in their lives. Survey says Rosa Parks is number one. <laughs> Maybe that's why that was in my head when I said Maybe that. Maybe so. Yours was pretty stupid, though, but yes. <laughs> uh, number two on the. Here's my problem with this. Like what? Me being stupid? No, I knew that. That doesn't bother <laughs> me. I've accepted it. But like these people are, are are some of the people on this list are people that no one would even really know about that are from a current generation. They're just saying this because of 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 just like they're supposed to. But Rosa Parks is number one. Diana is number two. That's Dirty Diana. Uh, Michelle Obama is number three. That that's one also count. that's one of uh, Scott's most inspirational women. Uh, she is the reason why uh, he eats carrots and greens every day. 
Uh, number four is Oprah Winfrey. Oh, come on. <laughs> Scott's like, there are no inspirational women. But that would I'm be... I'm not it. saying that. I just... Those... People, these people don't care about you. <laughs> but who does at the I end know, of the day? But that's what drives They're me inspired. About lists like this. I'm inspired by Sammy Hagar. He doesn't know who I am, but he inspires me to get drunk and have fun. Well, that's I fair. never met Toby Keith, but he inspired me to consume beverages out of, out of a red solo cup with fear of being thought of as a gentleman that does not have a pair of testicles. <laughs> uh, Beyonce is number six. I like Beyonce a lot. Uh, she wouldn't like me much anymore because sometime a, a handful of years ago, she stopped liking white people. But back in the day, I think she would have. Queen Elizabeth II is number seven. Serena Williams is number eight. Selena Gomez is number nine. And number 10 is T. Sweezy, Taylor Swift. She inspires a lot of people. But it is important to note, Scott that I'd argue that hers is far more, or at least on par with that of all these other people, because she shows that if you're a marginally talented white woman with a flat ass, you can go places <laughs> in the world. It's so loving. <laughs> Look, she's like, hey, listen, you think that things are, you think your life's tough. You're like, but I'm a marginally talented white woman and I have a flat ass. Well, you too can play in front of 100,000 people in Japan. You can do it. So I don't like this list. Well, I didn't think you would, Scott. That's uh, for personal reasons. That is not an upset here. Um, that was the that was the odds-on favorite. You would have to bet thousands of dollars to win a hundred on that one. All right. <sighs> Traffic. What do we got? Lane blocked due to a crash 64 eastbound at Hanley Road. And there is also an accident out in St. Charles. Lane blocked due to a crash 70 eastbound at Bryan Road. That's uh, Casey Traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion, Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Uh, Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Uh, triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 49 for the low tonight, so not too bad. Cloudy skies, but heating up tomorrow to 64, baby. I Partly love it. sunny, maybe some spot rain chances tomorrow late. Um, and then Friday hitting up at 68. It's currently 58 degrees, Josh. I got uh, followed on Instagram by Great American Barbecue Company. There you go. And they're a local company. That makes barbecue rubs. Ooh, they've got a wild game rub. So that's probably like for your deer and what oh, have you. Oh, yeah. And or then... Coyote. Uh, do you eat coyotes? <laughs> no. What is the weirdest game you've ever eaten? Or just uh, any creature? Have you ever eaten squirrel? Yeah. Have you eaten squirrel. alligator? I've had alligator. Alligator's good. It is good. I, I like blackened alligator. alligator. Yeah, blackened. Uh, let's see. They've got a beef rub. they got a pork rub, a chicken rub, and an... Every purpose seasoning. Oh boy, I gotta have to look into these people. Hello, Great American Barbecue Company in Baldwin, Missouri, at the Brothers Beer and Bourbon House. Look, you do a couple barbecue videos, smoke a little meat. Now all the big wigs want to get in with you. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants you to rub your meat down with their seasoning. <laughs> We'd like you to rub your meat with our seasoning. That's what they want. They, they're pretty soon they're gonna call and they're gonna say, "Listen here, Josh Ennis." We want to put our seasoning on your meat. We want to rub your meat with our seasoning. <laughs> we want to season your meat. This is cool, though. I, I, a good local company, Great American Barbecue Company, followed me on the gram. If you want to follow, uh, you can do so by uh, just following Josh Innes Show on there. Pretty simple. And you can also see that awesome Yahtzee box that Stephanie made for me. That is sweet. Uh, but that's cool. Look at that. 
Pitmaster Threads also started following me. It's time to elevate your barbecue gear. Boy, I tell you what. I'm going places in this barbecue game, baby. So, but anyway, thanks uh, to uh, Great American Barbecue Company for the following. I have to look into some of your rubs. All right, dumbass of the day coming up, and it's a pretty obvious answer as to who it is. It's Scott. If you miss Scott trying to answer easy <laughs> questions about rock and roll, I'm going to play it again hey, for I you. I can't be in two days in a row. Dumbass of the day coming up. <laughs> All right. Greetings, friends. Glad you guys are with us. It's Josh and Scott. Now, today's dumbass of the day is going to be eerily similar to yesterday's dumbass of the day. <laughs> I don't condone this one. <laughs> so here's what I got for you. About an hour ago, we gave away Stevie Nicks tickets. And by the way, you might want to keep listening because here in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tale, you're going to have to tap that app. But when more tickets. But I have this game that my dad gave me for Christmas, just a trivia, rock trivia game. And I decided, hey, I'm going to ask one question to people, and if they get it right, they win Stevie Nicks tickets. It's obvious. So we tested out some of the questions on Scott. And bless his heart, this is something. Here's about three and a half minutes. Oh, no. Don't replay it. I'm replaying it for the people who missed oh, it. Oh, come on. And look, this. Look. People want the people need to hear it, Scott. <laughs> this is Scott trying to answer music trivia questions. Which rock guitarist has the nickname Slowhand? I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know that? He's got an album called Slowhand. Don't Google it. Don't go you don't know this answer? No, I didn't Google it, but I don't know it. You don't know the answer? No. No! Is he really? I, I would have never got that. Really? Leave. No. Kindly <laughs> leave. Kindly leave. All right, so that's the kind of questions we have. I feel like every other person would have gotten that one right. Let me give you another example. All right, let's see. <laughs> we should get away from music legends. All right, well, let me try another one here. Hold on. What, what do we got? Music legends. Big what? Big hitters, like the Dalai Lama himself, and uh, timeless tunes. Let's go. Let's try big hitters. Let's okay. see what big hitters are. Hold All on. Right. In what song does a girl take the midnight train going anywhere? A midnight train going anywhere. Oh, it's a journey song. Hey! Uh, what is it, Scott? Uh, what is... Oh, my God. I'm trying to sing it in my head. I would have got this in my head. no. Don't tell me now. She's taking a midnight train going anywhere. Train going anywhere. I can't think of the name. He's just a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. Took a midnight train going. I don't know the name of it. I'm drawing a blank. The correct answer is don't stop believing. I was going to say that, but I didn't think that was it. Let me give you another one here. Now, some of these are about more current pop stuff that people wouldn't know. Like, which boy band had a hit with I Want It That Way? I want it. Is it NSYNC? Backstreet Boys? It was one of those dorks. <laughs> well, I guess.
guess we got to try one from Timeless Tunes yeah. as well. But I mean, I feel like Don't Stop Believing's about as timeless a tune as you can get. Don't send me a lifeline because I am not able to help. I can't swim. Today is no good. I can't swim, Clark. All right. Stevie Wonder wrote the song Happy Birthday in 1980 for which civil rights leader? Rosa, Rosa Parks. Parks. <laughs> I mean, it was a good guess. No, it wasn't. It was like, Malcolm X. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Marty. What's up? I've never heard someone so stupid in my life. <laughs> I'm really foggy. Like, I, 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 can, I, I can sing this song and I couldn't tell you the name of it. You were in a rock band. I know. You work at the longest running rock station. <laughs> said cool hand loop. <laughs> and there you have it. Today's dumbass of the day, everybody, is Scotty. In my defense, I had some mints. <laughs> All right, it tap the app. stupider on replay. <laughs> tap the app. Stevie Nicks tickets right now. It's KC95. KC95 Gypsy. I think you might have a few extra minutes to tap that app here as well. So just scurry on over to the KC95 app and tap it. Maybe you'll win some tickets. You see, uh, look at old uh, AD. He's been posting thirst traps on his Instagram. You seeing this? Wow. That's what you call it. What do you think about those abs he's got on him? Look, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but like, I think I look better. <laughs> I like DL Natural. Look, listen, I'm I, look. I don't have a six pack. But, <laughs> I mean, the yeah, only six pack I like has Kenny Rogers in it. Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> AD has fair skin. He can't get tan. It doesn't appear. So if I tanned up this fat a little bit, sizzled it a little, I feel like I'd look better. Because fat and tan looks better than fit and not tan. Not judging. I'm just saying that. My man posted a thirst trap. He was like, hey, everybody, <laughs> that's what that's called. That's a thirst trap. He's like, check out my six-pack. Hey, you. <laughs> Do you want to eat sushi off of my six-pack? Boy, look at him. Is he getting some good comments? Let me see. He's got 38 comments. Let's see. Oh, Holly liked it. See, the thirst trapping works. I'm kidding, Holly. You're wonderful. I'm uh, I just want to make sure everyone knows. Oh, Ryan commented. Hell yeah. Go you. Ryan commented on that. See, like, I feel like that's She's the, thirsty. Though. Well, that's the thing, though. I think there's a different set of rules for men and women. If a woman from the office posted a picture, he's like, I've lost this weight. Here's my six-pack. My ass ain't commenting on that because a guy can't do that because that's not acceptable in the workplace. But women, there's a different set of rules, I think. So women can go like, hey. Not that Ryan did that. Hey, Shorty. Hey. <laughs> hey, Shorty. I couldn't do that. Could be you creep. Like fine, you look awful. What? Let's see. I'm just reading some of these comments from people on it. Kara, who messages our show, I guess not exclusively. She says, "That's amazing. You look amazing, AD. I'm thinner than I've ever been, so I kind of know the feeling. Feels good." 
Kara's offering herself to AD. So she's he, she's throwing out there like I'm thin. So if you're in if you're into thin, I'm here. Uh, let's see. A lot of a uh, lot of chicks commenting on this. This one just has this face. <gasps> that was that face somebody made. Someone did a double take there on the end. Look, AD is. If I were AD's wife, I'd be like, these whores. Hands off, off my whores. Man. These skanks. Uh, let's see. Um, see, so yeah. Brian never comments on our pictures that we post. When I post my pictures of me with my bush lights, I never get a comment from Ryan. Never. And now what is Ryan doing? She's commenting on thirst trap photos of AD. That's all I'm saying. I'm not jealous. I want to be very clear. I'm just disappointed is all. No love. No, that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Nobody comments on my stuff. I think everybody should just go to that picture on AD's gram and just start commenting like thirsty responses to it. I think that's what everybody should do. Go that's to, fair. Go to, go to AD's Instagram. And say what? He's uh, just thirsty things like, like everybody should post like, like emojis that include like tongues hanging out. Or sweating. Or sweating. Or um, the love eyes, the hearts oh, and the yeah, eyes. Oh yeah, those two. I think we should all do that. And then I think um, uh, the, 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 the thing, that's the, the purple, the little purple vegetable. What's that? Oh, the, the eggplant. The, like that. Like, we should do that. Yep. Uh, we should post a lot of that. Uh, uh, the mind-blown one. Oh, yeah. That that too. Hearts. A lot of hearts. Hard eyes. Fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Fire. Stone. And a lot of people should say things like, yes, Y-A-S-S-S-S-S, queen. Yes, queen. I like it. I think everybody should go do that. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Scott's now going to go to the bathroom and take a picture of his new six-pack. <laughs> I, I'm not, actually. <laughs> I left it in my car. <laughs> I'll bring it tomorrow. It's a pack of silver bullets. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dude, that's what we should do is hold up a six There you go. Like, like hey, yeah. everybody. Hey. Hey, AD. Don't hate take me because look at, I'm beautiful. Yeah, I got a six-pack of pounders right here. <laughs> I got bush. I do have a six-pack of bush light pounders in the old fridge. Maybe like I'll bring. It. Maybe tonight I'll post that over mine and say, "Hey, Ad, hey you, <laughs> <laughs> I got a keg. Good for him. I think he's been working out. Has he been well, no, he's doing a uh, he's doing some weight loss thing. Good I think it's him. his client or something. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Him and Chris are both doing it. Yeah, right on. Chris does not have a. They don't care about us. They just want us to be fat and lazy. <laughs> They're like, guess what, guys? <laughs> we we look fantastic, and you guys are dope. <laughs> you do. You dummies are working out to get that. <laughs> guess what I'm doing? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> and I've lost thirty some odd pounds. Fourteen. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Chris does not have a six pack. But he might. He's getting close. Next video is going to be of like AD doing clubber lang type workouts. Him like doing like crunches, like yeah, hanging, hanging from a post. Yeah. yeah, like doing this. Like the next video is going to be AD lifting his entire family in a rickshaw. Like, <laughs> he's going to get his beard back. <laughs> Drago! <laughs> Go get him, AD. <laughs> you don't take no crap from no one. <laughs> You are a badass. Get him, AD. That's going to be AD's next thing. He's going to do all the workouts from Rocky Four. <laughs> Good for him. I wish I could take my shirt off and not 
cry. Listen, I have no shame, so I could, <laughs> just to be very clear. But I, I don't. But anyway, so good for AD with his six-pack. He's a man. He should get Kenny Rogers tattooed on that six-pack. Yes, he should. Or at least the number. What was it, 57 or something like that? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Oh, There's AD. yeah. AD's like, guess you what? You can't win! Yeah, that's AD's wife right now. She's like, hey, Adrian's always right. Adrian always tells the truth. That's AD's out there. He does kind of look like Rocky for Rocky, like 2% body fat Rocky. If he dies, he dies. That's what AD looks like in that picture right now. He's I like, defeat real champion. I did. <laughs> 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 Throw the damn towel! Throw the damn towel! <laughs> 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 I will break you. This next video is him chopping wood in the snow. <laughs> Wearing like a leather jacket with a furry hood. <laughs> Where's the fight? It's in Russia. <laughs> Are you not? Are you not? What about the Rose Bowl? That'll be us. We're like Pauly. We're like, well, what about the Rose Bowl game? <laughs> what about my comics? <laughs> he steps out in the snow and starts singing. <laughs> Such a great song. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I defeat the real champion. <laughs> we look like Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was his name in Mike Tyson's Punch Out? The fat guy. Uh, was it no one? Glass Joe or something? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Oh my God! Like, there's gonna be shirtless videos of AD running up a mountain. <laughs> like, what is happening here? <laughs> those are the mountains of Bush. <laughs> That's no, those are our mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta do the track. All right. One lane closed due to debris on the road, 64 westbound at uh, Lindbergh Boulevard. And then there's another incident of a lane block due to a crash, 64 east at Hanley Road. That's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work, western, hiking, biker, and fashion. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Fenton, St. Hey, Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. <laughs> Casey <laughs> Weather is brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. Hey, you. You knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? <laughs> the Josh in his show on KC95. KC95, Rolling Stones. It's Beast of Burden. Josh in his show. We were uh, talking about AD's thirst trap picture a little while ago on the gram. He's on whatever the program he does in the morning is, and now he's got a six-pack and everything. Well, I was telling you earlier that, uh, look, I, uh, I've i lost so much weight, I have to try to find new pants. My pants don't stay up, so I've been going to electronicbay.com and looking for used <clears throat> pants, right. which sounds odd, I guess, but it's my way of trying them on used before. Underwear, <laughs> used pants. No, it's used pants. All right. Uh, I, um, because I'm on Premier U, you're uh, taking the, the stuff from Premier U as well, the Ozempic and Manjaro generic equivalents. Well, uh, I went to eBay today because I need to find pants. I started in like the 40s, and now I think I could fit into a 36 depending on the jeans. I'm in a weird in-between size. I'm probably like a 37. 
So now I'm just going to eBay, finding the type of jeans I like, buying them in 36, used for like 10 bucks. Then when they get here, I'll try them on. It's, uh, and I know what you're saying. Well, Josh, why don't you just go to the store and try them on for free? I don't know. It takes too much effort. I can do all this from my phone. So I'm lazy. What can I say? But I can be lazy on uh, at Premier U and still lose weight. Uh, 618-750-LIFE. You can find the generic equivalents for uh, the Ozempic and Manjaro for as low as 399 bucks a month. And you can also take testosterone, from which uh, what I understand makes you have a very large penis. Uh, that those are false. Oh, Scott, that's why I brought you in, Scott, to confirm or deny. So you deny that this is true. No, you're going to last longer. You're going to feel better. You're going to perform better. Good. It's just that simple. Good. It's really simple. That's what you need to do. Good. So reach out to him over at Premier U, 618-750-LIFE. Become a Manjar Bro, a Josh and a Show Manjar Bro. Go to the website. Super Premier, simple. The letter U, med.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-E-R. The letter U, med.com. And, uh... Just get, listen to what they have to say. I've been taking this stuff now for, I guess, since July, right? So, like, six yeah. months, whatever, and I'm on uh, 10 now. I'm on the 10 Manjaro, so. Uh, reach out to them over at Premier U. We love them. They're great. I can't promise you, though, that you're going to have a six-pack, but you never know. Depends on what you're working with to start, I guess. Scott has hopes, it. so we'll see what Scott ends up doing there. <laughs> also, you can text us at 314-514-5809. Uh, we appreciate you guys for doing that, by the way, because you're really active in the show, and we appreciate that, and we love that. You can follow the gram as well, Josh and a show. We love that you're part of our universe here, so we truly do thank you guys for that. We started the text line uh, last week, and people are just blowing it up, sending us messages all the time, so we appreciate that. You guys are very cool, and we love you for that, so thank you. All right, uh, Scotty, traffic-wise, what do we have? Oh, lane block due to crash, 64 eastbound at Hanley Road. We have one lane uh, closed due to a stalled vehicle, 170 southbound at Airport Road. And those are, oh, actually, there's one more. Exit ramp, 364 eastbound at Highway K is closed due to a crash. And that's traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion fit in St. Peter's and Chuck'sBoots.com. KC Weather is brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 49 for the low cloudy skies overnight. High of 64 tomorrow. Some sunshine, spot rain late, and uh, hitting into the almost 70 degrees on Friday. I like it. With uh, mostly sunny there as well. Now, coming up in headline choose, here are your two headlines that you get to pick from, and you can get in by a text to vote. Here are your headlines. You pick the headline that you want to hear more of. All right? You want to hear the story that goes with the headline. Number one, a guy shines a laser at a cop and gets caught with meth. A guy shines a laser at a cop and gets caught with meth. Or your other headline is, Courtney Love offered astonishing sum to take lie detector test over Kurt Cobain's death. I vote Courtney Love. I know. This is a big thing for you. You're big into the, the conspiracies. She's guilty. All right. So those are your two options. Do you want to hear the story about the guy shining the laser at a cop and getting caught with meth? Or Courtney Love offered astonishing sum to take lie detector test over Kurt Cobain's death. Get your votes in now. 314-514-5809. So send us meth. That sounded odd. Send in meth or Courtney Love. Those are your options. Love or meth. Love or meth. We'll do that in Headline Choose coming up here at 530. We got more rock and roll on the way. All right. Headline Choose. And this one was an easy one. It was a clean 
sweep, <laughs> essentially. A clean sweep. Well, maybe it wasn't a clean sweep. There are a few stragglers, but most people wanted to hear the Courtney Love story, so we're going to do that in Headline Choose today. This person does want us to know that we hear about meth every day. It surrounds us everywhere. True. So we're going to talk about Courtney Love. She has nothing to do with meth. Of course. So the headline was Courtney Love offered astonishing sum to take lie detector test over Kurt Cobain's death. Now, we know how you feel, Scott. You are of the belief that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. I guess my question is why? Well, there's a couple documentaries that I've seen that there was foul play where she had hired someone to kill him. But El Duce. Well, my question, though, is... Like, there's questions that I don't think ever got really answered. Well, and that's fair, but I guess my question involving this would be, what was her reasoning to have him killed? Why would Courtney love? Because you got to have a why, right? Uh, right. Right. What is the reason? What is the motive? You need means, motive, and opportunity. What was the she motive? She had a band coming out. She had financially to gain. Maybe he was a whack job. I don't know. So uh, now Ian Halperin is an author, and he put an offer on the table after Cobain's purported autopsy leaked online two weeks ago. I didn't know that. I want to update my offer, he says. If Courtney agrees to take the test and passes, she gets her choice. Now, what is her choice? He says, I'll either take out a billboard in Times Square or a person who is in the longtime music industry executive has offered to give her $50,000 cash if she passes. My man Ian Halperin wants to find the truth. He added, I just want her to finally clear this and get to the truth in our lifetime. A polygraph would be a step to erase the doubt forever. So it's either this guy will pay for a billboard that says, hey, Courtney Love didn't do it. Or Courtney Love will get $50,000 if she takes the polygraph. If she had nothing to do with it, take it. Take the money. It's 50 grand. But then again, those things can be flawed, too. Like, they could get a bad reading. Again, I don't know a ton about lie detector tests, but I feel like they do get false readings at times. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Especially if I killed him, obviously I wouldn't. But even I if I didn't, I wouldn't even open it up for chance. What's fifty thousand dollars? I don't know that Courtney Love is poor. I don't no, think she needs fifty thousand dollars. Fifty grand is fifty grand, but I, yeah, if it, if it goes squirrely, it could be really bad for it. Yeah, so I would just say no. I'd say, you know what? Thank you, sir. I will pass. Maybe she didn't kill him personally, but maybe she had some involvement in it. That could be. You know, maybe they ask both of those questions. Did you personally do it? Did you have involvement? I don't know. Now, this is a thing that I don't follow a ton because I just find Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain to be gross people. So anytime I try to watch a documentary about it, it's just like, eh. Like, there was one that was their home videos or whatever. It was a documentary. Yeah. There was a lot of that stuff. I think it was on HBO. And they are just disgusting people. I couldn't watch it. It made me uncomfortable because they're so gross and drugged out and disgusting and their house was gross. So I can't really follow it all that much. But again, I need to know the motive. Like, the incentive. Now, did she make a whole bunch of money off his death? Did she get life insurance? Did she, like, got, she inherited all the royalties in publishing. Did she? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's incentive. And then once... Yeah, she killed him. And then once Courtney's daughter became 18, Frances Bean, yeah. she takes over. She took over the, the royalties. Well, then why didn't she just kill her kid, too? <laughs> At that point, it's like, well, I'm, if, she, if she's that money she's hungry... Evil, but she's not an evil bitch. <laughs> um, uh, now, I'm getting text messages. He was leaving her. Even so, I guess... That makes complete sense. Well, so there is good incentive then, because he was going to leave her, then if that were the case... 
then she would never get the money from his publishing. I guess his will. So again, I don't. I'm just. I'm asking legit questions because I don't follow the story all that much. So then I'm guessing then that in the will that he had, I imagine he had a will, and it left it to her. Or did she just get it because she was the wife of Kurt Cobain? I don't know if there was a will or not. We'll dig into it. Yeah, I don't I'm sure you. there's a lot of people that know a lot more details on this than I do. They have her net worth listed at about $100 million. I don't know that I buy that either. I, the, the net worth thing is false a lot on the internet. Like, a lot of celebrities come out and they're like, well, this isn't even remotely true. They scoff at it. So I'm worth way more than yes. that. <laughs> so if you guys want to get in on that on the text, 314-514-5809. But um, I think she's guilty. I think that's she my, did something. That's my take. Scott, is there ever a time other than something Trump-related that you don't say the person is guilty? No. No? Didn't think so. All right. <laughs> I mean, things wouldn't be out there. I mean, there's got to be a little truth in everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, the story just doesn't add up. All right. I'm not buying it. And OJ's guilty. Just well, so obviously. Know. I mean, that's no duh. Uh, <laughs> but he made it. Bon Jovi.